What's going on, everyone? Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Live Every Day Deliberately. This week, I wanted to talk about friendship and evaluate the three key pillars I feel are most important in ensuring its health and longevity. Stay tuned. You're listening to LED. So let's dig right into it, right? So friendship takes many forms, both positive and negative. However, it's important to understand that each friendship serves a different purpose. There are several different types of friendship, as I'm sure you all know. Amongst these different types of friendships, some might serve a more superficial purpose, while others provide more of an overall deeper value. Someone who can support on multiple different levels. This is what I often call a true friend, right? So, so... How can one recognize true friendship? In my opinion, I believe that there are three key crucial pillars of friendship, and that is acceptance, trust, and definitely support. So let's dig right into it. Let's talk about acceptance first, right? So acceptance is really, at the core, loving our friends the way that they are. You choose friends based on mutual appreciation despite sometimes offering differing in-life views and values. We accept them the way they are, as they accept us the way we are. Without acceptance, a true friendship is difficult because we're constantly being judged or held to a standard that we cannot possibly meet. In this situation, it, it's, it's hard to feel supported or truly comfortable being your authentic self. I think the other key notion that we have to understand is acceptance is not a blank check. It's it's great to be agreeable and flexible, but don't let anyone, friend or not, cross your boundaries. Boundaries are extremely important. Too often we let people in and allow them access and extend zero parameters, and we gotta stop. In true friendship, setting boundaries and saying no to a friend won't make them dislike us, but will strengthen the friendship inevitably. What we got to understand with reference to acceptance and boundaries is that we may accept our friend's flaws, but we need to distinguish which of those flaws are a detriment to us and our well-being and work to overcome those. Otherwise, we would just be selfishly trying to change the person for our own good. I can recall several times growing up and especially in college where I had a desire to be accepted. You know, I was new, I was young and um, just being real. And I at times kind of put up this facade, not really recognizing who I was, what I possessed. And so I didn't establish boundaries. I let people in, um, show my true colors, befriended people who really did not mean me any good at the core. You know, people who used me, whether it be for money or for uh, clout, you know, not saying that I was some sort of celebrity or anything, but I definitely was very active on campus. 
um, growing up definitely was involved in school and community, you know, and especially in the church. And people wanted to attach themselves. And I also wanted to attach myself to certain people. And I think it definitely was was the destruction of our friendship because we didn't know each other. We always put up these fallacies or these these false truths of who we were supposed to be or who we wanted to be just to impress the other. And even when we thought when I thought that the friendships were genuine um and I thought that I was putting my best foot forward oh this this guy this girl they're really really dope and we're going to be friends and we can collab and we can work together and be cool um I still didn't accept boundaries I let them in to the point where I was giving them money unconsciously knowing that you know that's probably not the best decision especially if they continue to ask over and over and over and over and you're trying to people please because that's your boy that's your girl of course i learned you know from my mistakes but i did not set those boundaries and so today i'm more confident in who i am and what i will and will not accept in friendship in relationship in kinship Boundaries have been established on every one of those levels, in every one of those areas, not not to put up walls, but really to protect myself, protect my character, cover my space and really define what the standard is that I expect for those that are in covenant, which we'll talk about in another episode, covenants uh, with myself. And so. I say all of that to say boundaries are extremely important, um, and I and I want to even speak to the young person who feels as though they they have to be on every scene, they have to be accepted by everybody, they got to be a part of every group or every organization or you know on the scene for everything. I think it's important to recognize who you are, take strength and take pride in who you are. And allow people to understand and receive you in that way. So much so that you don't have to put yourself on people and you can just be received for your true value, your true essence of who you are. So let's talk about the second pillar, trust, opening up and building connection. So there's a well-known trust exercise popular in corporate retreat circles and even at summer camps. I definitely remember going to camp during the summer and doing the same exercise where one person falls back and another person is there behind them to catch them before they hit the ground. Now, I want y'all to hear that, though. Side, I'm digressing for a second. You're supposed to catch the person and not let them hit the ground. Some of y'all actually enjoy letting people hit the ground. That defeats the entire purpose. Although it's kind of cheesy and cliche, the exercise does stand as a good example, though, of trust, an essential piece of any true friendship. Trusting someone else puts yourself in definitely a vulnerable position because you open yourself up, you share secrets, you feel safe, you relax, you're comfortable. You have to wholeheartedly believe that they won't hurt you. That's not always an easy notion, especially when friendships begin. And of course, we know trust takes time but it's definitely necessary. The trust exercise points this out perfectly. You have to trust that the person behind you literally won't hurt you at all. And basically, that's a leap of faith. You have to really step out on faith from it for all the spiritual people. Step out on faith and really put yourself out there uh, to trust them. 
and it takes time to build trust, and it also takes seconds to destroy it. There's no assurance that there won't be a disappointment when we open up to someone. Trust me, I know that for a fact. I've definitely opened up myself to people and um, was betrayed and was shocked. You know, you have some... You have high hopes. I've had high hopes for some of my friendships. And all of a sudden, it just went left. And I'm like, you know, what in the world? I can't say what I really said, you know, because I'm sure the saved saints are listening right now. But I'm just like, you know, what happened? Sidebar, like Hillary Clinton's book, when I felt like Hillary Clinton went when Donald Trump won, you know, what happened? How do we get to this point? And I think some wounds are self-inflicted, but especially when you did nothing wrong. It wasn't done anything done on your part. And it just, you know, that whole trust thing is something that for a lot of people really does keep them from progressing on in friendships, in relationships, in kinships, you know, it 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 can really be a detriment and hinder you from progressing in your life and in your friend groups and your circles. So I think, of course, acceptance is very important, but trust is definitely, definitely important. Without trust, you don't feel comfortable enough to really be your true self, as we talked about earlier with acceptance. So how can the connection be truthful or genuine, you might ask? Though it can be nerve-wracking to open up, when you do and when you fully embrace the trust between you and someone else, that's when true friendships can blossom. Support. The third pillar of uh, true friendships. Being there in hard times and in good times. Philosopher Aristotle reminds us of the importance of cultivating true friendships. He says, and I quote, in poverty, as well as in other misfortunes, people suppose that friends are their only refuge. A fair weather friend disappears during the dark times, i.e. when we're sick, going through tough times at home or at work, and reappears when the troubles have dissipated. I don't think you get to choose when or when not to be a friend. I also don't think you can pick the most convenient times to back out when the going gets tough. Frankly, being let down by friends really does suck. In actuality, it really does hurt, especially when you're in a tough spot and in need of someone to talk to or a shoulder to cry on or looking to really celebrate a major moment in your life and the support is lacking. It's important to remember that behavior is how people feel about themselves, not you. Allow me to say that again, and I will be quoting this in one of the Monday Motivational Moments, that it's important to remember that behavior is how people feel about themselves and not you. Let's just pause and reflect on that. When people show you who they are, it is a reflection of themselves. How they react, how they handle certain situations. I want to say it one more time because I feel like this is something that even I'm learning when it comes down to understanding people. People. 
understanding friendships and definitely understanding relationships. It's important to remember that behavior is how people feel about themselves and not you. So you have to watch your behavior in your friendships. You got to watch your behavior. You got to watch your character. You got to ensure that integrity is first. You exhibit integrity and character at all times. It's shown and reflected at all times. No matter what your personal issues are, you still have a standard character that is exhibited. And if, in fact, that changes, then you need to adjust yourself so that it doesn't affect or inflict harm emotionally or or even physically in some cases, I'm sure, on the one that you're engaging with, whether it be your friend, whether it be your family, or even in your relationship. So let's be clear. True friendships aren't automatic. They're developed with time and shared experiences. Not all true friends are the same. However, the first step in a true friendship is always the same, and that's making that connection. I want to encourage all of you as you begin to close out this year and begin to reflect and pray and and cast vision and discern and seek God for what 2021 will bring. I know for me, every year, at the conclusion of every year, I begin to reevaluate every friendship, good, bad, or indifferent. I give thanks for all of them, but I also pray and ask God, even in relationships and kinships, you know, how should I proceed in these areas? How can I be a good friend? How can I be a good uh, family member? What are some things that I need to work on? You know, what, God, do you need me to see in this season. Help me to love more unconditionally. Help me to love and see as you would see and as you would love. I want to encourage you also to remember to cherish your friendships. Several times in this podcast, I've talked about how difficult it is to really find true friends. And it matters not at what stage in our lives we travel in that we may find ourselves in difficult moments. We're all going to have difficult moments. But in spite of that, cherish those around you, those friends who've been there from day one, those family members who've undergirded you with love and support, those relationships that you've developed through networking or, or whatever other method. Cherish them if they are genuine. If they are of substance, cherish them. Be a good steward of them. Don't abuse your friendships. Because I think in the long run, it only hurts you. It only hurts you. There have been several times in my life where I've had what I thought were really, really dope friendships. i got to be honest. Really, really dope friendships. And those friendships have dissolved. And we've obviously gone in separate, you know, areas or directions in our life. And sometimes it happens naturally because we grow apart, seasons change, so on and so forth. But there are some friendships that unfortunately end because we don't recognize that the value of the friendship. We don't, we don't take a moment to really reflect and say, okay, 
You know, from a spiritual perspective, God, I recognize that you placed this person in my life for X reason. Or from a natural perspective, I've realized that this person provides uh, some, is an asset to my life in this way. He or she has encouraged me or served as a mentor or served as a guide while navigating through my divorce or while matriculating through college or through my through my academic studies or in my valley experiences in dealing with difficulty this person has been there and shown themselves friendly it's very difficult to find those persons uh, in this life who we can consider true friends it's also very difficult to deal with the loss of a friendship so I invite each and every one of you that listen to this podcast, take a look at all your friendships that you currently have. Give God thanks for the ability to even have a friend. There are many people this holiday season who are in their homes alone. There are many people this holiday season and this year who've lost loved ones or lost friends due to the coronavirus pandemic or due to whatever other issues sometimes. And let me just make this disclaimer. Some wounds are self-inflicted. I'm not saying that, you know, we may be the innocent party. Absolutely. Sometimes we do stuff to ourselves to cause us not to have a decent friendship. Sometimes we just nasty. Sometimes we're just rude and disrespectful. But a lot of us uh, are, are really longing and, and really serious about that. Those that we invite or welcome into our space. I don't know about you all, but my space, my home, my circle is very tight. It's very precious to me. It's very uh, small because I'm very cautious of who I allow into my space. And those that I allow, I trust. And I believe that God sent them and placed them here for such a time as this. So understanding that I remain a good steward. I cherish those relationships, and I vow to not abuse them. These and others are simple keys and tools to help you live every day deliberately. I want to thank you all so much for taking the time to listen to this week's episode of the Live Every Day Deliberately podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media on both Facebook and Instagram, and visit our website, beaconenterprise.org. Again, that's beaconenterprise.org. For more information on the podcast, check out our artists and some of their music, what they're doing, and also the Beacon Scholarship Program, which we just released on this past Monday, December 7th. I'm so excited about what God is doing in your life, and I'm also excited about what he's doing in the life of Beacon Enterprise. Thank you again for listening to this week's episode of Live Every Day Deliberately, and enjoy your week. Happy holidays, everyone.